For 35 years, 7th and 8th grade students have been allowed to join FFA. Now, 5th and 6th grade students are able to participate in FFA. This is providing agriculture teachers the opportunity to decide how to involve those students in both agriculture classes and FFA. I'm Nate Zimdars from the Midwest Farm Report, and I'm speaking with Emma Huber. She is the middle school agri-science teacher in Portage and is currently teaching 6th grade students. Huber shares how she presents agriculture to these new students and what FFA opportunities are available to them. Emma, how is the curriculum different for middle school members versus high school members? Are there more course options than an introduction to agriculture? At Bartles Middle School in Portage, where I teach, I teach 6th grade agri-science, 7th grade agri-science, and 8th grade agri-science. And each of those classes are essentially an exploratory which is really beneficial for middle school students because they get to explore each of the different pathways of agriculture. So my sixth grade classes, they get to look at plants, animals, natural resources, and foods. My seventh grade students get to look more into animals, so they do both large and small animals units, plant science, natural resources, and then an egg technology unit. And then my eighth grade students, they have me for a longer period of time. And they get to focus on our aquaponics system, some history of agriculture. They grow gardens in our classroom. And then they also get to do like a food processing and animal science unit. So instead of being specific classes, like an entire semester on plant science, they get to see everything within each of their classes. And then they just build upon each other. So by the time they go to the high school, they have a better idea about the classes that they want to focus in on. Are these year-long courses, or is it just a semester course? So my 6th and 7th grade classes are only 9 weeks, so a quarter in length. And then my 8th grade class is a semester, 18 weeks. So the idea is that those 6th grade members, if they take this introduction course, then the logical next step, if they're still interested in agriculture, would be to go take the courses you offer 7th grade and then on to 8th grade, right? That's kind of the idea? Yeah, correct. At my school, 6th and 7th grade agriculture are part of rotation, so every student takes my class. So I see every single 6th and 7th grader. And then the 8th graders, they get to choose their electives because they take up more of their time in their schedule. And I have about half of the 8th graders at our school. And this is the first year that 6th graders are allowed to be both taking agriculture courses and BFFA members. How has that been like for you, introducing those 6th graders to agriculture and FFA? So we've actually had agriculture in sixth grade imported here for the last few years. And a lot of schools have been doing that. They just haven't been able to have them as official FFA members. So my students are so excited. And the students that are in seventh grade this year that weren't allowed to be official members last year, they're very jealous of them. We just went to fall leadership workshop. We took 40-ish students and probably a quarter of them were sixth graders that were just excited to be able to go. It fills my cup because I don't have to tell them, like, you're not allowed to do this. Because in previous years, we would allow sixth grade members to be local members and just do things within our community, like volunteering and, like, chapter events. But now, hopefully, I'll be able to say, yeah, and you can go to this leadership conference. I'm taking students to fire conference in a couple weeks. I'll be able to have students that will be on CDE teams or doing quiz bowl contests this spring. So I'm excited to not have to tell them no, and they're responding to it immediately. Middle schoolers are so excited about things, and theoretically they have a lot less on their plates than high schoolers. So getting them excited about FFA and agri-science when they're in younger grades hopefully holds true through the high school. 
And can you walk me through how you go about introducing the FFA portion of things to those middle school members who are new to agricultural education courses? In my school, at our first day of school, we have just the sixth graders. And I had a couple of my active middle school members from last year come and give a little speech about what FFA is. And they explained that it's a youth leadership organization for students who like agriculture. And they shared a couple of the events that we did. And then students that either showed interest from that or show interest from when we talk about FFA in class. They can sign up to join, and since I see every single sixth grader, theoretically, every single sixth grader could be an FSA member. Same is true with seventh. We're lucky that we're able to have our monthly meetings during the school day, during our homeroom, so that it doesn't have any barriers there with students being able to be active in our club. Once we talk about like what FFA is and the amount of students that are interested in plants, animals, etc., they find their niche. They find comfort in being able to be a part of a club that is with students who have similar interests with them. And I had someone tell me this. They didn't know if they were going to be able to be very active in FFA now that they're in eighth grade because they're a three-sport athlete. And I shared some of the high school officers' schedules with them about how they worked part-time jobs and they're athletes and they're still really active. And I think it's just neat that we can see students that have all sorts of different interests, but they share the common interest of enjoying agriculture, all find their place within FFA. Is there a lot of separation between those middle school FFA members and high school FFA members? How often are you guys doing activities together? I think some schools might have a separation. In my experience, I've tried to bring them together. So in Portage, we have lots of events where we have everyone together. For example, we had a back-to-school picnic where everyone was there with their families. We had fall leadership workshops, and we took basically 50-50 of middle school and high schoolers with us. And then we had our homecoming parade, and the same is true again. We had about 50-50 with the middle schoolers and high schoolers that um, helped put together and walked with our float. We're doing most of the things together, which is cool. We do have some things, so we're going to carve pumpkins coming up, and that's going to be just a middle school event. But I would say for the most part, especially things that are happening right within our community, we're doing them 100% blended. What kind of events or activities that they won't be able to take advantage of until they're in high school? A lot of the times it's going to be just things when we have like a cap limit on them. And so we're giving those experiences just to the high schoolers um, with the middle schoolers who look forward to it. National convention, the end of October, beginning of November, that'll be just for high schoolers in our chapter. The caveat to that is if we ever had a middle schooler participate in agri-science fair and qualify, they would be able to go to national convention. There's leadership conferences the beginning of November called Mission and Impact, and that's just for high schoolers. So mission is for ninth and 10th graders and impact is for 11th and 12th graders. But then the same is true opposite. So like failure conference, and that's just for sixth through ninth graders. So all of those upperclassmen at the high school, they won't be able to attend. Can you tell me about the number of active sixth graders that you have right now? We have about 120 kids in a graduating class, and I would bet already I have at least 50 sixth grade FFA members signed up for this year, and we're only a month into school. Fifth grade members are also now allowed to participate in agriculture classes and FFA. Do you have any plans on offering any agricultural education classes to fifth grade members in the future, or at least allowing them to be part of FFA? So in order to be an FFA member, a national FFA member, you have to have an agriculture class. And in Portage, it's not going to happen anytime soon just because we have a in-town elementary, but then we also have two rural elementaries. And it would be 
pretty impossible with my current schedule for me to be able to add traveling to those schools in order to offer agri-science for them. Something that some schools are looking into is they're having essentially like an agri-science class that's just offered like one day a month or one day a week, whatever works for their teacher's schedule. And essentially that would happen during like homeroom time at the elementary school. So they would go out sometimes with their FFA officers and they would do a lesson for the fifth grade students or even other elementary students. And then those students who would be in fifth grade, that would count as their egg or science class, and then they would be able to be enrolled in FFA as well. I think maybe that will happen for us in a few years or a year or so down the road, but right now it doesn't fit into our schedule. I'm wondering if you have noticed just from this recent push to invite younger and younger students to be involved with FFA, are you seeing some of the students, some of the members that you have perhaps shift away from those traditional agriculture organizations such as 4-H? Are they moving away from that into FFA now that the option's open to them at a younger age? In my experience, it just kind of depends on the family. So a lot of times if the student is the youngest in their family and all of their older siblings are already in FFA, they might choose to no longer be in another club like 4-H. But I would say for the most part, that's not the case. And it's just family by family. So I have a lot of kids who will come to me around like getting ready for the fair. And they'll be like, just so you know, Mrs. Huber, I'm going to be showing with my 4-H club. And I'm like, perfect. I'll be there anyways, you know. So it doesn't necessarily matter which club they're a part of or in regards to the fair, which club they're showing within. We're just happy that they're excited about agriculture. Is there anything else that you would like to share with me about the work you're doing with middle school FFA members? I guess the only thing I'd like to add is that it's just really exciting. And we don't necessarily know all of the things that the fifth and sixth grade students are going to be able to be a part of yet. Like if they're going to be allowed to do egg science or quiz bowl or how all of that is going to be reworked. But it's just exciting that they're able to be a part of it, especially coming from a chapter that I see sixth graders every single day. They're so excited to be a part of it, and I'm excited to help them explore it at an even younger age than was offered before. Allowing more students into FFA is an exciting step forward for the organization. Time will tell how this will grow membership and deepen youth involvement within agriculture. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Nate Zimdars.